All right. Guys, we are here with one of the innovators of hardcore music turned now music scorer for film and actor, Harley Flanagan, along with director extraordinaire, Tom Phillips. Uh, welcome to Sundance. You guys having a good time so far? Yeah, I'm a little, uh, a little bit overwhelmed, but um, yeah. and, uh, first of all, I'd just like to thank Tom for uh, involving me in this, because I wouldn't be along for this ride if it wasn't for this man, so thank you very much. Excellent. Well, the movie wouldn't have been what it was without him, so. Yes. So, so you're known for your <laughs> hardcore music. Yeah. How does that translate to becoming a film scorer? Uh, you know what? It actually, uh, this is very, uh, very this, this is very liberating, because, you know, yeah. uh, when you... When you play any type of music that is, uh, you know, very strong in a genre, whether it's like hardcore or, or hip-hop or whatever, mm -hmm. you're kind of stuck a little bit in, in that genre. It's difficult to do experimental things without people criticizing it or finding something that's not... A, uh, you know, basically, as a musician, you kind of get stuck doing the same thing. Yeah. And this was really cool because, uh, as a musician, I got to explore musically, and uh, so I hope to get to do more stuff like this in the future. And, um, and this whole acting thing is just kind of a yeah, you know. I don't so th know. this is a first for you, yes? Yeah, uh, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, I, I was in a couple things, but I never had any real parts. I mean, I, you know, I sat and drank a forty in, uh, in, in Blue Steel with Jamie Lee Curtis, but that doesn't really count as acting. I was literally sitting there drinking a forty, so right, right. you know, I did did that anyway. So, but this was uh, this was pretty intense, you know. Nice. Awesome. So this uh, film is, has a very important message. Uh, yes, it's called Between Wars. Uh, the protagonist is dealing with PTSD. Sure if you could is. elaborate on a little bit of the synopsis. Yeah, so um, the main character, his name is Franny Malloy. Um, he comes home back to his neighborhood after serving in Afghanistan. And he's, he's dealing with his inner demons like most people do. And um, he's dragged back into the lifestyle he had before he left and why he escaped. And now he has to find his way out. Um, and, you know, he meets people like Harley's role, who is McManus, who's an old school Irish gangster from back in the day who yes. hasn't left and runs the streets. And uh, he's got to face these guys again. And, and, and facing Harley, he's facing himself. And he's the, the, the message here in which um, we have through the actor, Michael Imperioli is a veteran actor on Sopranos and Goodfellas. Yes. Um, the message here comes through him. Um, it's an important message through the intensity and the madness and the fighting and the, in and the insanity. There's a really beautiful message in the movie that I think people are going to be surprised about, which I'm excited, I'm very excited for. And, awesome. uh, and he helps our main character, Franny, through that, through that uh, message. Awesome. How did you get Michael Imperial involved? Well, he's an artist. Yeah. I mean, the guy's an artist. And uh, first and foremost, these guys have to love the story, and he loved mm -hmm. the story. Um, after loving the story, I had a relationship with Michael because he had a studio mm -hmm. um, that invited artists in in Manhattan. Um, I was lucky enough to be one of those guys, and uh, through that, he became a mentor as a writer, as a, as a director, as even as an actor. And uh, Imperioli, um, I mean, I've been watching Imperioli since the days of, of Spider and Sopranos yes. and Clockers, and so um, not only a fan, but a tremendous amount of respect for him as an artist. And, and now he's in a place where he gets to choose roles outside of that, you know, level of just being the, uh, the Sopranos guy. And, and he's amazing. He's a generous guy. He's, he's an amazing, amazing artist. And he was, you know, uh, he was great to us, right? He was, he was uh, you know what? I, I just have to add to that, that uh, his, his enthusiasm about this project mm -hmm. is, uh, was really exciting. 
you know, I mean, for someone who's been in this business and has been in as many very successful films and as him, you know, to see how he, his response was that, again, this is all new to me. So yeah. the, the one thing that is not new to me, though, is uh, dealing with uh, PTSD. So okay. I, uh, I didn't even realize how deep this movie was when I got involved, but, um, you know, I, I, I have some issues in that. And uh, so it's pretty intense, you know. It actually took me, uh, took me a few weeks after we were done filming to, like, kind of get normal. Because uh, playing that role, uh, I hate to say I wasn't, wasn't really playing. I was kind of reliving wow. a lot of it. And uh, so, you know, I've calmed down a lot since I was young. And I, I literally, you know, I don't curse as much. I don't talk as violently. I don't act as crazy. And, uh, mm -hmm. and it took me a few weeks to get out of the... What motherfucker? Shut the fuck up! Fuck you! What? Blah, blah. Like, I, I, like I, I was like right back yeah. in my old head, and um, I'm sure that had to be not so easy for my wife to deal with. And <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah. Um, so this is you know this movie is the, the issues are real. I'm actually I have friends uh, who are involved with different PTSD groups. So uh, most of them are combat veterans, but they are. Mm -hmm. uh, they've been kind enough to reach out to me and to help me out when I start going through those things. You know, it's hard when you grow up in a, a, a very violent environment and, and, you know, as you'll see in this movie, you know, and then it becomes almost easier to deal with, you know, drugs and alcohol and violence than actually dealing with the issues like why am I fucked up that's actually a lot harder to, to face than uh, a bottle of vodka or uh, whatever else or, or you know it's actually easier to get your head kicked in than it is to confront mm. your inner demons you know yeah so so what kind of message you think this uh, film will will set forth um, well I think the the greatest message is to embrace change mm -hmm. um, you know, I think many of us live in this world right now and everybody's afraid to kind of get out of their comfort zone and afraid to, like you said, face your inner demons. Mm -hmm. And that's what we want to send is like, amongst all the madness and the insanity and the characters, mm -hmm. um, embrace the change. We know Harley as a certain guy growing up, our entire lives a hardcore scene. He's, he's an icon and a counterculture um, in, uh, in Manhattan. His story's insane. Mm -hmm. It's surreal. Mm -hmm. um, reminiscent to parts of Clockwork Orange at times where wow. it, it's, uh, it's wild. But this guy is the epitome of embracing change. I mean, he could have simply told me, look, I, I appreciate it, but no, but he didn't. You know, there was absolutely no way I was going to turn down this opportunity. No way. Um, acting was never something I wanted to really pursue, but mm -hmm. you know what? When opportunity knocks, mm -hmm. you have to open the door, period. Because uh, you only live once and you never yeah. know what you're gonna miss out on. And, and you, you are never gonna know what you might be capable of mm -hmm. if you don't take the challenges 
Yes. Look at Henry Rollins uh, and my look at Trent Reznor. My man Trent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, and, um, the exact same things, right? You know. I think you know those guys, right? <laughs> of course. But <laughs> <laughs> one thing I was going to add, though, is, um, mm -hmm. you know, forget about me. Mm -hmm. um, the, the rest of the cast in this movie, or mm -hmm. you want to talk about characters, I mm -hmm. mean, you know, I mean, I know what I've been through and I know what I've done and seen. Mm -hmm. And uh, I can only tell you that some of these dudes are, you know, made me go, oh, shit, mm -hmm. you know, and uh, these guys are real, you know, they're not fake dudes pretending to be gangbangers. Mm -hmm. They're not fake dudes pretending to be ex-convicts. They're not fake dudes pretending to be, you know, I mean. Well, part of the artistry was trying to keep it as real as po possible. Mm -hmm. um, our, our, our director of photography, Alistair Christopher, yeah. we refer to him, we like to call him G-Lock. Uh, Brooklyn born he's been doing this forever we wanted he, he is he, he was able to to experiment with blurring the lines between was this actually real are these guys are these guys actually doing what they're doing or is it is this is this a movie so we were we, yeah, part of his experiment to there was, blurring the lines there were some know? rough spots I mean I, I'll tell you right now there was a couple I mean and I, I, I love uh, Sean to death but there was a couple parts in that movie where I almost fucked him up because I was so caught up in the moment, like, character of Eddie. like uh, you know, because I was like it's true actually method acting almost. It, it was no, I, I, I can yeah. tell you there was a couple times like <laughs> you, you definitely dove. There, there was one scene where I don't remember if I picked up a keg or a fire a fire uh, extinguisher, but I, I was oh, about to fucking yeah. beat him with some shit. And the only reason I picked it up is because I knew if I didn't grab that, I was going to start headbutting him in his face right then and there because he was pissing me off. He was talking back to me. Right. And when I'm fucking pissed, that's the last thing you want to do. Right. So it's like, really, motherfucker? Really? Really? And I'm like, I'm like, really? Really? And I'm like looking around the room. I'm, I'm gonna, like, hey. if I don't fucking grab a prop, my fucking face is going to be through your fucking teeth. You know? So like, and, and, and I love this guy. But again, you know, when, when, when you get... You with the Gracie's too. Oh, it, it, you could use her hands too. And yeah. I, I will fuck shit up. And I, you know, I have bitten, yeah. I, you know, yeah. Google me. I have, I've stuck we know. people. We know. I've bitten people's faces. I'm, I'm not a fucking Crazy. actor. <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm, yeah. in this film, I'm being a part of me that, mm -hmm. thank God, is resting somewhere. In my soul, just waiting for someone to fucking touch that button. Well, as we also allowed him, we also allowed Harley to, to, to bring in, 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 the, in the truthfulness, as opposed to saying, well, let's do it, you know, let's, let's kind of fake it. You just like, dude, just do what you know what would happen in this situation. You know, it's funny because I think there was really, I think there was only one or two scenes where I actually followed the script verbatim. And then when I started actually. And it made it better. When I started fucking up and going off the script, he was like, dude. That's it. <laughs> so I was just like, all right. You know, so from that point on, the shit got real. Right. Yeah. And last but not least, we've got to ask about this Cro Mags 20 year yeah, album that's oh, dropping. Yeah. Let's. Um, what can we expect? Uh, is it going to be true to the, the Cro Mags well, you know what, I think from way back when, or has it evolved? You know if you're not evolving, you know, mm -hmm. then, then the shit sucks. Okay. So there's definitely, it's, been, it's growing, but it's really. I feel like I've, uh, I'm using all the same mm -hmm. ingredients. I've just perfected the recipe. So it's just, awesome. it's better now. Like, uh, I'm finally, you know, this I think is the best album I've done in my life. And uh, 
to have a movie coming out at the same time. I mean, I'll tell you. It's a good year. This has been a fucking great year. And, <laughs> so far, and, and you know what? Yeah. And if anybody knows my history, mm -hmm. you know, that in itself mm -hmm. should be enough to give anybody hope. Awesome. Because, uh, you know, I should have done been in the ground a long fucking time ago. So the fact that I'm, you know, married to an incredible woman, the fact that I'm, you know, doing movies, putting out music, all this shit, the fact that I'm not dead or locked the fuck up, is a goddamn miracle, and uh, and thank you for having oh, me man. be a part yeah. of this, man. Oh, man. It's real and, and thank you all, guys. Oh, Tom, you, Tom Phillips, Harley, the crew mags in the house, guys. Yeah. Between Wars coming soon. Check it out. All right. Thank you so much. So much.